0: Thank you for joining us for the podcast ministry of Pastor Travis Smith and Brookfield Church, located in Wilmington, North Carolina. To learn more, visit us online at brookfieldchurch.life and connect with us on all social media platforms. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. In today's devotion, I want to ask you some questions. What do you call a person who has submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ? You might call that person a Christian, or you might say that they're a disciple, they're a follower of Christ. Well, what do you call that same person, but when they're gathered with a group of Christians together to worship God, empowered by his spirit to make a difference in the world? Well, you might call that the church. Paul called it the body of Christ. You see, on your own, you're just a disciple, but when you gather together with other spirit-filled, word-empowered believers, you take on a new identity, you become his body. In other words, you are his hands when you serve people in his name. You're his feet when you take the message of the gospel into places that it's never been before. You're his mouth when you lift others up with the goodness and encouragement of who Christ is. And you're his heart when you express his love to people who are hurting or feel far and distant from God. You see, you are an invaluable part of the body of Christ. And any time the enemy tries to tell you that you're not important, you're not good enough, just step back and say, no, uh, uh-uh. my God created me. He sent his son for me. His spirit dwells within me. And I am an invaluable part of the body of Christ. You see, you have to believe in Christ and believe in his love for you and believe so much in yourself and understand that you are an important part of the body. And Jesus died for you, too. Did you know that 50% of your hand strength actually comes from your pinky finger? I I didn't realize that until I read that study and I dare you right now as you're listening to this, if you don't believe me, try to take your pinky finger and completely tuck it into your palm as much as you can and then try to, to move your other fingers. You'll find that you have a lot of difficulty moving the other fingers around without that pinky finger fully extended. You see, The pinky finger is not a finger that we think of often as being one that we use a whole lot. But the reality is the majority of our hand's strength comes in the tiniest finger on our hand. Basically, the reason that humans have opposable thumbs is the thing doing most of the opposing is the pinky finger. You see, your part matters in the body of Christ. You may be an invisible prayer warrior, you may spend tons of time seeking God and nobody knows, but week after week when lives are changed, week after week when people say yes to the grace of Jesus, it's so often because of your private faith has touched God and public miracles are manifested because of what you did behind the scenes. See, you may smile at someone at your church, you may pick up a piece of trash, you uh, may not be incredibly visible, but just because it's not visible doesn't mean it's not important. You are invaluable to the work of God and you're intrinsically valuable because you are a child of God and you're so practically valuable because you have gifts, you have talents, you're a part of the body of Christ and the church is incomplete without your contribution. What's amazing is that God wants to use all of us regardless of our past and regardless of our present. And this is what I want you to get today. Your past does not disqualify you. Your past has prepared you. Your past does not disqualify you. Your past has prepared you. Oh, but I'm divorced. I'm disqualified. Actually, no. You're better prepared to help other people heal. You're better prepared to help other people rebuild. You're better prepared to help people know that there's hope even in your darkest moments. Oh, but I was addicted and you know I still struggle from time to time. I still have doubts. I still don't know that much. I don't I don't know the Bible that much. Listen. If you know the grace of Jesus and you know how to love somebody, then you're prepared to be a part of God's body. Your contribution matters. Your past does not disqualify you. Your past has prepared you. You know, we have smaller kids and if you have smaller children or grandchildren, you know that they pretty much exclusively watch YouTube. I know that cable television and even streaming is going to drastically change in the next 10 to 15 years as they become the bill payers. And uh, you know, YouTube is really the, the majority of, of their screen entertainment today. Fifteen years ago, there were no such things as professional influencers. And now there are people that are making millions of dollars every year being what's called an influencer. And, and what that is is it's somebody on social media that has a following and, and they just you know produce content that people like to consume and watch and listen to and hear, and they become an influencer. You see, when we were growing up, if you're you know my age or a little older, an influencer was often a teacher or a coach or a good parent or a pastor or a good friend, someone that maybe was a Sunday school teacher or something like that. But today, uh, culture has kind of hijacked that term, and an and, and influencer is now a celebrity. It's a content creator. It's someone who's amassed a great number of followers on social media. And what I want to try to do in our devotion this morning is to rework the word influencer, to, to realize that you are an influencer in the context of your world. The problem with our current view of influencers is that it typically starts with a platform. And the size of your platform determines the scope of your influence. But true and lasting influence always starts with the people before the platform. You see, it's always about people. It always starts with people. And the good news is that all you uh, have to to do is just be obedient to what God wants you to do in your sphere of influence. The people you come in contact with every single day, and you can be an influencer. In John chapter 4, we read a a story where uh, Jesus had to go through a town in Samaria, and It says in verse 7, when a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. In verse 9, it says the Samaritan woman said to him, you're a Jew and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. And Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Verse 11, Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. You see, she couldn't fathom what would possess a Jew to ask her for a drink because you see, Jews did not use the same dishes that Samaritans used. So it says, where can you get this living water? Verse 12, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself and did also his sons and his livestock? And Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water that I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life then the woman said to him, sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. Verse 16, he told her, go call your husband and come back. She says, I have no husband. Jesus replies. He said, you're right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you've had five husbands and the man that you're now with is not your husband. What you just said is quite true. Verse 19, sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship him in spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah called Christ is coming, and when he comes, he will explain everything to us. And then Jesus declared, I, the one speaking to you, I am he. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with the woman. But no one asked, what do you want or why are you talking with her? There's so much to break down here and this is a devotion. So I I won't go into a lot of the details here. I'll I'll save that for a later message. But what I want to show you today is that your past does not disqualify you. Your past prepares you. And it goes on to say in verse 31 that his disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat something. But he said to them, I have food to eat that you know nothing about. Then his disciples said to each other, could someone have brought him food? My food, said Jesus, is to do the will of him who sent me and to finish his work don't you have a saying it's still four months until harvest i tell you open your eyes and look at the fields they are ripe for harvest even now the one who reaps draws a wage and harvests a crop for eternal life so that the sower and the reaper may be glad together thus the saying one sows and another reaps is true i sent you to reap what you have not worked for others have done the hard work and you have reaped the benefits of their labor you see, from the mention of four months, some have attempted to date this incident to December or January, four months before the normal spring harvest. In that case, Jesus is saying, if that's true, that you think the harvest is four months away, but I'm telling you that the harvest is here now and it's ready to be harvested immediately. Jesus is saying that you think a certain gap must exist between sowing and harvest, sowing and reaping, but I'm telling you that I just, I've just just sown the seed and the harvest is already taking place. And then verse 39, many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them he stayed two days and because of his words many more became believers they said to the woman we no longer believe just because of what you said but now we have heard for ourselves and we know that this man really is the savior of the world you see you were an influencer you have no idea what one word of encouragement one expression of love can mean to someone who needs a very small touch of god's love this woman could not fathom and comprehend that a jew would talk to her but when she realized who she was standing in front of and then took it from there and took it back to her town and began to tell people that was the seed that was planted that would reap a great harvest and it was because of this woman's testimony that many came to know Jesus because Jesus was able to then come in and begin to minister and preach. And these people wanted to hear what he had to say. And it wasn't just because of who he was, but it was because of the testimony of the woman that prepared the way for Christ to come in and preach the gospel. So, when you post a scripture, you repost a sermon clip from your pastor, or you encourage a co-worker, or you just show love to someone out in the town, just know that that's a way that you can worship, the way that you carry yourself by, who you are, whose you are, you are an influencer. Don't let culture's definition rob you from God's calling. If you know Jesus, you are salt and you are light. Let your salt do what it does and let your light shine because God has created you to influence others for and toward the love of Jesus. Your past does not disqualify you. Your past has prepared you. Thank you so much for joining us for today's broadcast. If you are interested in hearing more of Pastor Travis's sermons or teaching, please visit us online at brookfieldchurch.life. You can also connect with us on social media platforms. If you have a specific request we can help you pray for, please feel free to contact us by emailing contact at brookfieldchurch.life. Have a blessed day.